Hello everyone, this is Utkash Mehta from Tech Hut and this is MapReduce Filter. Today we have Gaurav Goel with us. So Gaurav is co-founder, CTO of Evercare and currently he is uh, pursuing the indie hacking way. It's going really great, exciting times for my side. Yeah, so I was going through your uh, LinkedIn profile and uh, of course I was doing my research on you before this podcast. So uh, would you like to tell us about your professional software developer career? Sure. I actually graduated from a tier three college of IP University in Delhi. So the funny story is like the college was closed when I was in third year due to some land issue. So there was no sign of any placement because we didn't know where to go because all the companies were not allowed in the college because of some ongoing dispute over the land. So I was a graduate of computer science field, BTEC. Then I started doing some competitive programming and learning the basis of data structure and algorithms, which I would know would definitely help me in getting some good jobs, not in the Indian MNCs like Accenture or Infosys, Tech Mahindra, but in a different startups like Flipkart or any other big farm companies, right? So that helped me a lot. And then I prepared from Elitmus and landed my job in a startup. It was in 2015. It's an Indian, it was an Indian startup. It's really good CRM-based startup. So I was a part of their core team. We built the CRM product. And then I moved to an MNC. So my idea was to first, I wanted to get some idea how the startup works, how the culture of a startup works. Because at that time, I was reading all about the startup. Flipkart was going big. There was free charge. There was Snapdeal, all these things. So so I wanted to see how the startups were. I, I spent there for, I think, one and a half year I spent there. And then I wanted to see, okay, fine. What's, how is it to be in an MNC? So I switched to Honeywell Technology Solutions Lab in Bangalore. There I worked for one year and then I moved to Samsung R&D Labs in Bangalore. There I worked for one and a half year. So before joining my Antler Incubator program. Okay, interesting. So basically being a R&D developer in Samsung to switch into an incubator, what was the reason or what was the motivation behind choosing the entrepreneurship path? Yeah, right. So uh, I'm a software engineer. I knew I could build things. So there was an idea of running my own startup at back of home mind, but I didn't know how to proceed, like how to go from zero to one. And it happened accidentally that someone from Enter, and by the way, Enter is an incubator in Singapore, just like YC in States. So someone from Enter approached me on the LinkedIn. He sent me an email. They said that if you want to run your own startup, you could join our incubator program, which is happening, I think, two weeks from then. And then I read about Antler, like what are the prerequisites of this incubator and all these things. And the most exciting thing I found about Antler and how it is differentiated from YC and some other startup incubator is like you don't need to have any idea prior to your joining or neither you need to have a co-founder. If you are passionate enough about building startup, you can be part of incubator. So I thought, let's give it a chance. The incubator was of around two months, two and a half months. It was in Singapore. So I thought, okay, what's there to lose? I, I could always come back to Samsung. I, I had a word with my manager. He was very reluctant of me to let go. But I somehow convinced him that if things doesn't work out, I would definitely come after three months and also. So then I quit Samsung and I flew back, flew to Singapore.
that must be a life changing decision i mean you know leaving a cushy job and going for the entrepreneur path which we already know is like not that easy it was it was so challenging and i was so confused at that time because my my visa was already in process the us visa was already like i had an interview scheduled with the us embassy next week so one week before my full interview i i had a word with my manager that i want to quit samsung he said you are like that's a stupid thing to do that you would be going to us and why why do you want to quit this good paying job you are a good developer here contributing to to the samsung products but i thought so then i looked when i'm at the the crossroads in my life i always try to see in the future like from 10 years from now or 20 years or 50 years from now and i balance both the decision what if i had stayed in the thing or what if i had taken the entrepreneur step and then i measure based on the regret like which step would i not regret so then i thought okay let's give it a chance right if i didn't give it a chance then i would always regret after some time right that i what could have happened right if i had taken that step it would have been changed my life or not so there was only one way to find out to quit and go to singapore and that that was a that was a great decision so yeah as they say you know it's then you have two options if you want to do something and do not it's always better to do something and then regret rather than not doing and regretting so tell us about yeah. your uh, time at tantler oh it was one hell of a ride actually it was so hectic to be honest but i learned so much in those 2 to 3 months which i would have learned in like if i had started my own startup i would have learned in like 2 or 3 years they packed the whole program like all the learnings they have gone through from their lives or from their past experiences the our mentors in the antler program and talking about they have very experienced guys like the people who have built very big companies like unicorn level companies in the singapore market and the cia market right uh, so it was really really intense and hectic program but i learned so much so we had there were around 100 people from i think 30 countries around the world who have joined the program i was one of them so there were people ranging from age 26 to i think 40 or something so yeah quite diverse group male female ratio also and there were people who had started two startups before who had done two startups before three startups before exited startups and there were people like me who just quit their job and wanted to start the journey so there was a very good vibrant culture and then curriculum wise we were segmented into segments we were separated into segments one is the like technical people and other on the other side there were business people so the idea of startup is like the one person should build and the other person should sell that's how it works it's a silicon valley model right so, so then we were grouped with different people so i was i was on the technical side i was being grouped with different people from the business side then we were brainstorming on different issues there were regular boot camps daily boot camps so you would be paired up with random people or you could also choose your partner and then you try to find some idea based on some based on some market segment or anything of your own then you try to build an approach how would you scale this company what are the some technology challenges you face what are the challenges you face on the business side what would be your first 10 customer first 100 customers how would you approach your marketing what would be your budget all these things so it was like doing seven startups in seven days on theoretical basis so each and every day we need to come up with new ideas and we so there was jury also we pitched the idea to the jury and then they even evaluate the ideas and then they would they would be questioning back and forth q and a round and all these things and what happened is like after each and every bootcamp session we have learned so much okay 
this that was our mistake in that idea oh okay that's why that idea is bad okay we can't do this idea because of that so there are so many learning continuous learning and continuous feedback and on top of that there was a culture because all the 100 people trying to do one thing they wanted to do startup right so this environment you can't get easily right what happens usually is like you wanted to do startup but your friends and colleagues are in a job right so you don't get that passion from other people but there the environment was completely innovative so they they rented a studio there where they hosted this program and i remember going there in early in the morning and leaving around 2 am 1 am sometime at 3 am at the night because we were brainstorming it was so fun it was so challenging so the whole the whole experience of enter was really good and was life changing for me okay so as you said like you came up with seven different ideas in seven days and so how you finalized on evercare like what was the you know situation or how the conversation went and you finalized evercare right so among 100 people there was sohel his name he proposed an idea to the jury that it was not an idea it's actually a problem statement so what happened in antler like they taught me not to focus on the idea but on the problem because there could be 100 ways to solve a problem so you need to stick with the problem not with an idea we brainstormed a couple of ideas then he suggested okay i can see a white space in elderly healthcare space so what happens is like when we go out of our home due to because we get a job in a different metropolitan city and they are living in tier 2 cities or some other metropolitan city or you get married so you need to move out the house to live with your spouse and children so what happens like they they left alone right so the, the elderly parents like they feel alone right they we don't Don't realize but they age right we see them okay they are they are active they can do their work but when we move out from home like few years pass by 10 years 15 years we don't realize that they can't do the daily work which they used to do in a younger years right so that is the problem which is faced by my parents also my grandparents also same with his parents his grandparents and then we realize okay there is a serious issue among elderly people that they they face so many challenges it's not just the health issue we have talked to like more than 100 elderly people and they are active actually they are quite active they can do their work but there are certain areas where they face challenges like booking a cab that's one of the most hurdle they find in their life because they they don't know how to use this tech app uber ola so and these days these autos and the taxis are disappearing because everybody is on the uber so they so what happens like they need to call their children can you book the cab for me i want to go to point a i want to go to point b if they are at the airport they don't know how to go from airport to their home so what happens like you need to as a as a child you need to go to the airport get their luggage and then you take them back to home so th- that is one of the main examples the other example is ordering groceries from big basket grofers are booking appointments all these things so there are a lot of issues which they face so we were brainstorming about this we talked to many fellow entrepreneurs in our cohort they all agreed okay yeah that's a problem it's not an india specific problem there were people from other countries also in indonesia europe and they all agreed okay that's a problem and then we thought okay let's stick it on the problem let's make a team then sohel and i like moved out of the boot camp session so boot camp session is for people who are still actively looking for the founder and the idea and once you finalize some problem statement and idea you can jump out of the bootcamp sessions to further work on your idea and mold it completely right and prepare all the pitch deck all the tackle and challenges 
so that's how we came up with the evercare okay so you said you talked with like 100 elderly people so how would you reach out to all these people and how you validated the idea you were talking with them but the validation like who will be willing to pay for a solution if you solve the idea so how was that process right so when we were in singapore we we tried to contact nris so we figured out nris the audience which would face these issues because their parents are back in india and they can't help their parents so we started talking to whoever nris we know in our contacts we were getting some mutual contacts so that was one way of figuring out talking to nris talking to your customer directly on phone right and listening over and over those conversation picking the bullet points okay these are the problems they face in their life and after that we needed to talk to the elderly people also so that was one part of the problem talking to the children but we also needed to talk to the elderly people so what happened like our mentor vinikshi said why not you guys go back to india and talk to elderly people and we said yeah that makes totally sense so the next day we booked the flight and went to india in gurgaon delhi during we were here in india for i think one week and we talked to around 30 to 50 elderly people so i remember waking up early around 5 am 4 am going to community parks because that's the time where elderly people go for jogging so i remember many times sohil and i were catching up in the elderly park i was carrying the notebook in my hand and pen and sohil would ask the questions to the elderly groups and then i would note down the answers all the things i would then we would what are the some challenges which we could face what are some concerns from their side also in what way can we help and what not and once we gathered some data points talking with 30 to 50 elderly people and we flew back to singapore and then we presented this idea to the jury okay so usually what is the next step after idea is like building a team and getting the funds to kick start the startup so how was the funding scenario how how did it work right so at the end of the incubator program there is a demo day just like yc where you pitch your idea to the jury they are in and among 100 people there would be like around 30 to 40 startup and then they would decide based on your presentation based on the q and a round that whether they want to do the pre seed round or not some initial funding right so this was the internal demo day for us because it was inclusively for entrepreneur investors only so they gave us some pre seed amount of 100k and then we started registering our company in singapore because the vcs are also the main entity was in singapore and then we opened a wholly owned subsidiary in india because our target audience is in india then after the funding we flew to india and started working on the idea and hiring people for sales marketing operation support any special criteria you had while hiring for technical team as you were the cto so you must be involved mainly in the technical team right so during the early stages of a startup the roles are not as clearly defined so you need to involve in each and every aspect of the business so so reasons also i was involved in sales or marketing reasons also initially we were more focused on figuring out the exact problem and finding the right solution so we didn't build our product right away because we were still figuring out how to serve this in the best way possible we knew the problem statement was clear but we were seeing how can we provide the solution what way can we provide the solution in terms of hiring i initially hired couple of interns to help me build a web app which would be useful for the children to book the services for their parents 
and on the marketing side we 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 hired an agency because we don't want to because it was just a investment and it was a operation heavy business we wanted to not spend our capital in hiring so we tried to outsource marketing agency and then we also hired volunteers who would do the own field work for us instead of hiring the payroll team okay so like you had interns and a marketing agency and interns help you build the web app for the children's of the elderly people right okay so how about the app like what tech stack was used for the web app so i used the very straightforward firebase for the app because the firebase provide the complete ecosystem of building a web app it provides the no sql database called firestore it provide the hosting firebase hosting it provides the backend which they call firebase cloud functions and they yeah and so that was more than enough for us to build the complete web app and it was all on the free tier of the firebase so we didn't spend any amount on tech stack or on technology and yeah like that should be the right way to go for validation or the initial time of your product right as long as you're not generating that much revenue it's fine to go for a free tier and yes so yeah by my information evercare is not operating right now but what were the learnings from evercare yes so evercare was doing good actually especially during the pandemic we were operating in multiple cities we were providing services to the elderly people especially during the lockdown we had a we had a tied up with the bangalore police where the e pass would be provided to our volunteers so we had around 200 to 300 volunteers in bangalore itself and they were all compassionate young people who are either working or the college grad they only wanted to serve the elderly people because they were compassionate so we had provide many many needs mostly it was like emergency services like some 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 person needs to go to the hospital on urgent basis so we would we would get them ambulance service or sometimes it's the grocery needs because there was lockdown they were they were not, they are not able to go outside or sometimes it's the medicine right because of the covid and the elderly people are more right there's more danger to the elderly people so the thing happens like as i said before it's a operation intensive startup model right so and on top of that our audience was mostly offline the elderly people which we were targeting they don't use any tech app so to build the awareness we we had to do offline marketing and it comes with a cost right sponsoring rwa communities or any elderly conferences so our capital started to drying up and then we were in talk with the investor but then the pandemic happened so the talks didn't go through the deal didn't complete so i'm looking i'm i'm exploring new ideas as of now so yeah one of the learning is that there are basically four kind of business models when it comes to startups the one is the manufacturing model where you build something and then sell something if you want to sell a pen you need to build a pen right it's a linear approach if you want to sell 100 pens you need to build 100 pens right so the revenue is linear just like that same with the services model so which we were doing right to serve a customer you need to hire someone some volunteer or some your operations team right to serve 100 people you need to build a team of 100 people so it's again a linear approach better than manufacturing but it's still a linear approach the third approach which is called saas software as a service where you build once sell twice you build something and then you can sell you can distribute it scale it indefinitely right there is no marginal cost of replication so one app can be distributed to millions of people 
you need not build it millions of times it sounds very straightforward now but it was not when i joined the antler i didn't know about this business model and then there is there is marketplace model where you don't build anything basically so many people sell many people buy you just build a community or marketplace around it so the the revenue is exponential for example amazon amazon does not sell anything but it compensate right it facilitate buyers and sellers and amazon takes a profit so it's an exponential model so that is the business best business model from the investors point of view also so that is my learning from evercare like pick the right business model because once you pick a business model like services manufacturing there is no going back so there is an upper ceiling to that and then the second thing i learned is the market size many times when i talk to first time entrepreneurs or bidding startup entrepreneurs they have idea but that idea is too small but idea is okay the idea is idea to be small but the market shouldn't be small right the market should be big so that when you when you pivot or something you are still in that market right you can still serve the market that is my second learning apart from that don't build first validate the idea don't spend your time don't spend your time building a product especially if you are building something do the follow the mvp approach we are software engineer we are developers we think we should make a kick ass we should build the best product otherwise it's not it's not okay to show to others right we should we should do the latest technology we should do all the microservices we'll use the kotlin java ios wave or flutter right i won't go the electron way or i won't go the react way right and do some everything in-house to build the complete 100% product then i would start selling otherwise it won't sell otherwise it would be seen as in some kind of offense to developers right that's a very wrong approach which i learned the hard way right first you need to the, the main thing is like you need not take it personally it's not your product it's a product right so once you remove yourself from the product you would see clear things more objectively you would approach it more clearly right so when you have an idea first you need to validate that idea properly and then you need to see whether there is a demand or not whether the people would pay or not okay if you know the people people would pay then build the mvp or something and then do some kind of social media awareness something to see whether there is a traction or something and traction could be could mean many things right it could be a fake checkout also where you just build a fake checkout page and you ask people to enter their credit card number but you don't actually store it but it's a validation because the person who has entered the credit card it's a validation that he would actually pay so you haven't built anything at all but you have validated the idea the other thing is right request early access build a simple landing page put all the value prop you can give for your product and a request as early access and just ask for the email right and then follow up with the person over the email what what are you looking for and just talk with the customers right don't build the product because most of the time what happens like when you build something in the dark right and when you approach the market the feedback you get many of that time is completely different the user i wasn't expecting that i wasn't expecting this i would pay if you do that right so always you should be in always constant with your potential customers so to summarize the first part was choose the right business model and the second part was talk with the customers first don't get into building immediately first validate the idea see if people are willing to pay for the product you are building build a community before building the product yeah so ever is you know on hold for some time but you are not someone who will sit quietly so you came back to india and you you know went back to building something cool so the reason you came in my radar was clone wars so can you tell the audience about yes sure so i'm not working full time for anything at this moment so that means i'm browsing reddit and all these things most of the time right so if you're not creating something you're consuming things right either you can create or consume so if i'm not creating something i'm consuming things so most of the time i'm on reddit i visit 
many credits based on programming, live pro tips, and whatnot. So I'm part of programming subreddits like React.js, WebDev, Open Source, GitHub. These are all subreddits where people were posting their projects which they have built. And many of the time, these projects are some UI mockups of popular apps like Instagram, YouTube, Netflix, TikTok. And when I and then they would put the GitHub link like okay, you can see the source code, you can learn from it. And they would put the demo link, how it looks. And it clicked to me, okay, like once in a once or twice in a week I see these clones which people are putting and people are appreciating the other people who are seeing this project they are appreciating they are poking this project they are they're staring it on github and i thought okay what if we could have a central repositories of all these clones so that people need not build it again and again right from the scratch they can just fork existing project and build on top of it that's how innovation work right so yeah so i started working on clone wars so that is basically a list of all the open source clones of popular apps like netflix youtube Amazon, TikTok, Airbnb, and what? When I started, it had I I gathered around seventy around seventy clones of these apps from Reddit itself, from the Reddit community. Then I posted it on the Reddit that I built this list of open source clones. If you are interested, you guys can check out. This is my GitHub repo link, and that post blew up. Right, it got so many awards. It got, and then I started to notice that my GitHub repository was on the trending page of GitHub front page of the github so github has a option the section where they show the trending repository of the day so my repository was there for the five days or so uh, many other developers started poking my repository staring it putting pr so they also wanted to add their own clones to my repository so when i started i had on 70 plus clones and right now it has crossed around 130 and each and every day i get around 5 to 10 from people which they want to merge into my repository so yeah so i think this project is this simple project a very simple project nothing special about it but now people can see the single source of truth okay if they want to build some clone they can just choose one of these one of the clones from this repository. either they can learn from it or they can build in top on top of it so i think it's, it's providing good amount of value to students and the people who are starting their journey in programming yeah that's true i'll say the main part will be like you know as they say don't reinvent the wheel so as, as you have the repos and codes for different different applications people just people just can come in get inspiration from the way things have been developed and use it or they can learn from it so yeah that that is a really good value addition to you know developers and even for even for students or learners who are new in the coding world and getting the hang of it so what were the distribution channels you use like except reddit except reddit i i didn't use many channels i i know reddit is called the front page of internet because first it comes to reddit then it gets fed it to many old communities right so i knew my approach if i put it on the reddit it would spread if it's good it would spread you need not do any paid marketing or anything else. If it is good, it would spread. That is for sure. That is the power of Reddit. That's why I love it. Apart from Reddit, I also post on the dev.2. It's a really good community. Dev.to. There I got a lot of tractions. People bookmarked my my article on the dev.2. They also checked it out. But mostly it was Reddit. I would say around 80% it was Reddit. Then I put to then then someone posted it on Hacker News. So Hacker News is also very popular platform among developers. It's a basically it's it's similar to Reddit, but all the posts are related to programming. It's a hardcore I would say it's a hardcore community of developers. And if if you are on the front page of hack, Hacker News, you would get more than I think 
30,000 views on your uh, blog or page or project. That for sure. And one one thing I would like to add, someone on the Twitter who was a big influencer, Nick Bull, he picked my project and he suggested a really good idea and how students and developers can use my clone wars to get the better job. So he suggested that instead of building some calculator or weather app, the standardized app, which students use to put in on the resume in hope for a better job to cut short the resume in front of recruiters, right? Why not pick one of the clones from my clone wars project and build it again? So suppose there is a, so you, you resume of two candidates. One has built just a simple calculator app. The other one has built and clone of Instagram app or some Stack Overflow app. Which one would you hire, right? So definitely the second one. So that's the value prop I could see. Uh, and uh, on top of that, recently the founder of FreeCodeCamp.org, one of the largest free communities of developers, the founder of FreeCodeCamp approached me and suggested me to also put the courses and links of these clones, whichever are available. So instead of going through, instead of just going through the code base of these clones, you guys can also watch the complete end-to-end tutorials, multi-hour tutorials on the YouTube or on the free CodeCamp website, and all the tutorials are free. So in upcoming days, if you see Clone Wars, there would be one more table, a separate table where I would be, we would be providing all the tutorials, courses on how to build these clones. Great man, <clears throat> great man. That's really great. So yeah, it will help students a lot. That is for sure, because you know, I completely agree like building small, small applications that won't give you that many views or the best way to showcase your skills would be to build something which is actually being used by many people. And yeah, that will definitely put a spotlight on the students. So any plans on monetizing Clone Wars? So I don't think it's a complicated project where which I could monetize. It's just a list. And I don't think it's it's for the it's just for the goodwill. I'm not looking forward to monetize it. I think the best resources should be available for free. Okay, for for community, and that is a really good intention. Yes. So, any any tips or any points you want to mention, like how students and developers can utilize Clone Wars? Yes. So right now, if you visit, you can whatever. So the first thing when you are start to build a project you should have some kind of interest in that project right suppose wow building a tiktok would be nice so right so these clone walls have all the almost all the popular apps which you could think of from twitter to youtube from clubhouse also which recently got viral so first pk whichever you're interested in if you're interested in building some netflix clone if you're interested in building twitter whatever you fancy right based on the interest because that's what matters right if it's not if you find you won't find any interest you won't stick for long so first pick an interest browse the list pick an interest then so there is also a tech stack also so like twitter airbnb all these things there are multiple clones based on the multiple tech stacks so pick your tech stack whichever tech stack you feel comfortable go through the repo try to build the repo if you face some difficulty you can definitely raise an issue on the clone bars itself or to the repository of the author of that project and definitely hire they would help great great so did you had any analytics on the you know on the page of clone wars like can we do you have any idea like how many uh, people viewed the list yeah so I, i i just checked how many views i got in last 30 days it's been around 45 days 
in total when i first launched in last 30 days i got around 40000 users viewed this cloneverse yeah 40000 users viewed this cloneverse project and the total views were around 80000 wow awesome so yeah like clone wars really great so any other gig you are uh, currently involved in yes not a gig but a side project i'm i'm author of so there is a chrome extension for notion.so so notion.so is a productivity tool where you can write notes you can create tables you can create databases it's a it's a really amazing tool which solves all the documentation problems of your startup or your personal life also many people use it for their managing their personal life i also use it teams use it to manage their teams to put the documentation to you can even build all your kanban boards and on the timeline different things right so it's a one tool for or work collaboration so there were few things which are which were missed from the notion so i built a chrome it's a browser extension which is also available in the firefox it's called notion boost yeah so it had some extra capabilities to the notion website i built it for myself only but then i posted in the chrome web store and then it started getting downloads right now it has around 10000 downloads or something i i launched it in the, i think 4 months back uh, around november october november i launched and right now it ha- it has got i think around 10000 and uh, yeah i think i i got really awesome reviews from people i think all the reviews i got around 18 to 20 reviews and all all reviews are five star and people are liking it so 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 that the thing is like just build for yourself if there is a if you see the problem there's a possibility that the same problem would others would face the same problem so right now i'm just building whatever i find useful for myself and then i try to distribute it great so yeah so i I really like the way you know you mentioned that you know build for yourself and there will be other people's will like will will be having the same problem i heard it on indie hackers itself there was so there's this website called exploring topics they basically basically uh, monitor micro trends so the founder he wanted to you know work on the next trending topic so he he had like this idea that you know i'll have to find the trending topics so that i can create applications and make money out of it but he didn't realize that the tool which he created to find trending topics is itself the product uh, he was looking for so i think that's the same methodology uh, you're using so yeah that's really awesome so so yeah notion boost and clone wars after this what thing at the moment i do have a list of ideas where which i want to work on but they are all vague because i always follow the mvp approach if i'm not building for myself i would definitely try to validate it if i'm building for myself i would do it anyway so nothing as of now because i don't want to commit to anything for long right now i'm more focused on by the way i'm focused more on the blogging side right now i'm trying to build my blog right trying to put down my learnings in words whichever i've learned in past seven years of my professional software engineer in career and the first time founder technical founder so yeah that's that's it it's been really great you know going through the journey of building and you know giving back to the community so anything you want to mention to the students and developers and you know who want to make it as indie hacker 
yeah so i i recently started indie hackers path so i i don't think so uh, if i'm the right person to guide them but based on my experience so there is one thing which i noticed because i've been on the both sides of the startup the one is the vc fundable startup and the other thing is indie hackers i don't think many of the people go through both the routes so i think i have some kind of idea how so the first thing is the way you approach uh, from these like the, some of the approaches are similar if you go the indie hackers way or you go the vc way you first need to validate the idea then you build mvp and all these things but there are few things which are completely incompatible you have to be very cautious what idea to pick when you go the indie hackers way right you don't want to build a social media app when you don't have any following on social media you don't want to go building a services business because you wouldn't have access to capital right so indie hackers way is basically bootstrapping small startups and living a better work life balance which is not possible when you do the vc backable startups right so when it comes to vc backable startups the everything should lead to revenue that means working 24/7 7 days a week not literally but yeah if if you are not working you would be thinking about your startup because you need to scale asap because you need to show the investor that you are growing 20% month on month so that that's not the thing when it comes to the india it's like calm profitable internet businesses this is said by tyler ernest capital the founder of ernest capital calm online business model so try when you start indie hackers way try to build for yourself and then find people if you can find people who are in the same shoes as you try to find some gap not the indie hackers way shouldn't be completely innovative right because if you are about to disrupt anything you need time capital market and people so you need not disrupt anything at all do not do anything too innovative if you are doing too innovative there is a vc approach because changing behaviors are very difficult whole psychology behind that so try to find some white space in an existing market if you look at the current existing indie hacker products right they are not innovative at all what they have done they have positioned their product in a particular way they have picked a very particular segment of a big market one example i'll give you analytics google analytics have existed for more than 20 years and it is a free product and now if you see many indie hackers are building privacy focused analytics and they are growing big they are making it 100k or 50k usd per year there are many use that are plausible and i think there are more than 10 and more would pop up in coming years right so how they position it they are building the same analytics product but they are positioning it a very different way like for the people who are fed up with all the trackers all the cookies and businesses who are fed up with all the cookies they don't want to track their users in a very unethical ways or they don't want to mess with the gdpr thing which comes when you visit a website in european region right so yes so that is one of the many examples so don't try to be too innovative find some white space or gaps in an existing market and you would do good interesting way of thinking i'll say yeah man so it was really awesome you know going to the whole journey your career then the company being a co-founder then you know putting it down and still having the same motivation and the energy to build new things be active in the community and giving back to community 
Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll say all the best for your future endeavors. And yeah, keep on doing what you're doing. And I'll say Clone Wars is a really big give back to the community. And uh, I'm sure the community will use it you know, for their good. And it will be really helpful for a lot of people. Thank you very much. Thank you, Utkash. It was lovely talking to you. So you can reach out to me at Twitter. So my handle is at G-O-R-V-G-O-Y-L, Gaurav Gaurav. And you can also read my blog at www.gourav.io. So that's Gaurav.io. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to us. And this is Utkash and peace out.